Worth every year of my life. All right, Jimbo, who have we got first, mate, on sponsors? Yep, that's right. It's the Nutra 50 Calibre Bullet. Isn't she a dead-eyed dick? Well, whenever I want to make a nutritious vitamin smoothie, which seems to be especially important during a time of pandemic, you're going to need something capable of blending said nutrients. Chuck in your fruits, legumes, veggies, beta brain, freshly slain Alaskan venison, and you're going to be able to think straight even after being concussed in the octagon. But probably not king hit, as the, uh, the uh, tarmac does something different to the uh, mat in uh, the cage. Anyway, the, uh, the old machines I've used struggle when it comes to emulsifying venison and other wild animal meats. But not the Nutra 50 caliber bullet, no sir. She's powered by a single engine Rolls-Royce Trent 1000, which is the same fan aeroplanes use. So you're going to get the same fucking consistency every time. Let the turbo fan remind your neighbours to look after their health and stop eating corn dogs and twinkies. Head to Nutra50CaliberBullet.org and get one today for 10 easy daily payments of $370. Throw in the code Rogan Josh and you're going to get 95% off and free shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one that I would uh, really appreciate you get behind. Uh, my buddy and former UFC phantomweight Justin Flem, well, he spent years in the democratic communist state of Congo helping build wells and shopping malls for the aardvarks on his game reserve. Flemmy selflessly lined up for stints in the Congo, and in doing so contracted a rare brain-eating parasite called Kinkasa fungus, among other fatal pathogens. Even though Justin now requires daily dialysis, that hasn't stopped him from tending to his precious aardvarks, with the help of an IV bag on 22-inch wheels to handle the rugged terrain. Now, if you get behind Justin and head to fight for the forgotten hero to support our hero, your donation will go directly to building a 330-mile asphalt track around the game reserve so Justin's custom-converted Mercedes Sprinter can get him round the range. The Rogan Josh experience. Yes, my name! Well, it's an absolute pleasure for uh, me to announce uh, my guest for today, uh, Dr. Anthony Stephen Forgy, uh, Fauci, sorry, mate. Um, he's an American psychologist, uh, sorry, physician and immunologist who served as the director of the uh, National Institute of Allergy. Jeez, mate, you've got a couple of fucking Zyrtec in your pocket. <laughs> and infectious diseases, which is quite serious. So welcome, uh, Dr. Anthony uh, Forge Fauci. Pleasure to have you with us, mate. And I must ask, is it uh, Anthony or Tony? <laughs> My dad was uh, uh, an Anthony as well, and he always took Anthony. No, doctor will be fine, thank you. Well, I'm, I actually wasn't quite sure who you were, but um, I've been advised that it might be a good idea to come on your show to... Uh, quell the uh, death threats that have been coming through to my office in Baltimore and uh, and uh, to my wife at home in uh, Mississippi. <laughs> Jeez, mate. That sounds pretty crook, if you pardon the pun. But uh, 
Mate, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, uh, what star sign you are, what got you into looking inside the rig, working out how all the inner machinations come together to, you know, get the skeletal system coming off the, you know, stem cells and working out how that sort of gear comes together. That'd be great, mate. I should have asked you, mate, do you want a Marlboro Red or an Optimum Crush if uh, you're seeing the dentist anytime soon? <laughs> um, no thank you. The uh, literature is quite strong on uh, the effects of uh, incessant uh, tobacco inhalation. It takes over 480,000 years, sorry, lives, um, in the U.S. per year alone. Yeah, don't worry, mate. I've got private health. The kids don't, but I do. Oh, that that's probably not a bad thing. Yeah, mate, well, people have been smoking Marlboro Reds for thousands of years now, and, well, we're still here, so I think you might be right there. No, I was actually referring to the insurance. It takes the burden off the public health system and puts it back on you. Yeah, no, nah, mate, I think, I think we might have some crossed neurons here because, um... Yeah, well, anyway, on with your autobiography. <sighs> Well, I was actually a small child, maybe four or five at the time, when my mother caught me with her rectal thermometer in my mouth. And not long after that, I contracted hepatitis C, and uh, I was taken to the to the Baltimore Hospital General, and uh, that's where I spent the next 18 years of my life as a patient and as a student of medicine. Mate, you got to be fucking kidding me. Jesus Christ, so you've spent your whole life in an iron lung. Fucking hell. No wonder you won't have a ciggy. You'd probably fucking explode. Duh, mate, that does explain the uh, interesting social cues you're giving off. If you could just sit still, that'd be great. Well, I didn't really have any friends beyond the orderlies in the, uh, in the ward. And, well, what friends I did make... Um, well, let's just say they're not around today. <laughs> yeah, mate, well, Baltimore's a Democrat city, so there's your answer. No wonder she's so fucked and uh, your mates left you. Well, I think there were more underlying issues than just that, but yeah. So anyway, mate, that's all really interesting stuff, um, but trying to get onto something a bit more fleshy and a bit more meaty, um, I guess... What is your role right now on the uh, Corona China Wuhan Flu Task Force, mate? Well, the COVID-19 Task Force was established by uh, President Trump to tackle um, the COVID pandemic and issue uh, good advice to the American citizens and... uh, try and find various therapeutics and vaccines and fast-track those through the FDA and uh, various other apparatus that the uh, uh, state has at, at its disposal. You know, mate, I'll just pull you up there. That's a very interesting point uh, for the listeners. Um, disposables. Now, those disposable masks that I've been seeing floating around Bloody floating around in the bay the other weekend when I was having a fish. Um, made it easier, certainly, when uh, 
Yeah, the fish had uh, died. Um, but how many how many uh, wares do you get out of those? Is it like a you know fresh pack of undies where you'd probably wear them for a week and then, well, you'd have a look inside and see if there's any mucous membrane and decide to either throw them out or, um, you know, get the missus to put them through the wash. Well, I'm really not sure what you mean because a disposable mask, as you speak, is just that. It's a disposable mask. You've got to dispose of it after use. Yeah, mate. Well, you must have friends in high places or maybe in China where they manufacture the cunts because if I had to spend three bucks per use, I'd probably have to remortgage the house, mate. Well, I'm fairly certain that um, cigarettes in Australia are taxed at a rate that would probably put it at a comparable... Um, unit of value. Yeah, mate, well, that's your trick there, isn't it, you fucking little snake oil salesman? If I drop the ciggies, my lungs will probably freak out and have a skits, and, you know, that's when COVID will strike and take advantage of the, uh, the, uh, the confusion caused in my, in my lung sacks. Well, if you're not wearing a mask and you're a smoker, I can certainly say that there is literature to suggest that smokers have a higher mortality rate if they hit the ICU. Now, well, don't you worry, mate. I'm no longer on the ice pipes, but it's uh, quite uh, quite funny you brought that up because my mate Chuka just sent me a message. But, gee, mate, that sort of segues into um, my next question. Um, what sort of alternative medicines are out there on the fringes that, you know, might be a little bit easier for the average punter to get their hands on and uh, might be of some benefit in uh, combating COVID-19. Well, in the absence of a vaccine, um, hospitals have been administering remdesivir, but the data on that is still fairly inconclusive. It's in the late stages of a phase three double-blind placebo-controlled trial. And the results of that are expected in circa 2021. Right, mate, what do you say, Rimdizivir? Jamie, if you could write that down, mate, um, I'll get on to Chuka probably later tonight and see if... He, he tends to stay away from Big Pharma, all that corporate jargon, but actually, no, that's a lie. He does have valleys and bloody benzos, <laughs> cheeky prick. Yeah, well, just between me and you, Dr. Chuka's a bit of a... He's a bit of an uber chemist, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. That's probably not a bad idea during a time of pandemic to uh, offer home delivery for prescription drugs. Saves patients taking the risk to go to their general practice when they could really just order it at home. You know what, Doc? I think we're really starting to speak each other's language, mate. But uh, speaking of speaking each other's languages, that uh, segues quite nicely again into speaking a different type of language, and that's Chinese. Now, I just want to get your view on whether this was bloody manufactured in a sweatshop lab or, you know, came from a wet market penguin or, you know, whatever. But uh, Chuka, he said he had a look under his scope, and he said the DNA was written in some different language and it looked like Chinese. Well, we were first made aware of the virus in late 2019, and it certainly seems to have emerged from China, but I wouldn't want to speculate whether it came from a 
a market or a wet lab, but, uh, well, I think we need to put that behind us and uh, focus on the virus itself and the economic implications of the virus. Well, Matt, I'd actually really appreciate an answer to this because if you slip on a fucking grape at Woolies, you're entitled to some form of compost, so... You know, I got a couple of boys chasing a few leads in uh, China. Not dog leads, but uh, we're going to put that info together in a brief. And we're going to send it to Slatter and Gordon and uh, let them act on our behalf. Well, I certainly wish you all the best, but I think that might be a futile effort to try and navigate uh, where the virus exactly came from. But uh, best of luck to you and your boys. Well, no, I appreciate that, Doc. Uh, one of the boys got up pretty big last weekend at the Dragon's Phallus Casino in Macau. And uh, I think he might have scorched his luck for the week if you pardon the pun there, Mutt. Well, is there anything else that you, you want to ask me while I'm here? Yeah, well, actually, Doc, there is this uh, strange rash here on my trombone. Yeah, I've let Sugar have a look, but even he can't put his finger on it, so I'd appreciate a second opinion, mate. Well, have you been having unprotected sex? <laughs> You're a funny man, Doc. Ah, uh, no, mate, my trombone has seen more holes than an amateur astrologer looking at the moon, mate. Oh, wow, why, why is it hard? Oh, mate, don't worry about that. I mixed up the bloody weeds again and got horny goat weed. <laughs>